Welcome to Get Up in the Cool, old-time music with Cameron DeWitt and friends. This week's friends are Eden and Lucas Poole. We recorded this last week over Skype, and I recorded my musical parts afterwards. Before we get started, I want to say thanks to everyone who showed up to the Winter Online Old-Time Banjo Festival. It was so fun! If you're in the mood for more banjo workshops, or if you missed it, I'm teaching two workshops with the Old Town School of Folk Music, one on February 21st called Anticipated Notes and Ghost Strokes, and one on the 28th called Slides from Every Angle. So sign up now. I put some links in the show notes for this episode. Stick around afterwards and I'll tell you how to keep up with Eden and Lucas Poole. But first, here's our interview and jam. Enjoy. and Lucas Poole, welcome to Get Up in the Cool. Hey, thanks for having us. Thanks, Cameron. Yeah, and uh, because I think pretending like things didn't happen uh, almost never works, <laughs> and it's just going to be awkward unless we address it, uh, we did half of this interview already, but we lost it. So this is round two, <laughs> oh. and now we don't have to pretend like, I don't have to pretend like I'm hearing this, oh, the answers to totally. some of these questions for the first time. You don't have to pretend. No pretending. <laughs> I forgot to plug in the computer. Everyone's wondering. Just <laughs> guilty conscious here. Uh, Some of the banjo tr- jokes are true, at least with me. Oh, man. Yeah. So, uh, Mike in the Wilderness. Yeah. Very good. Where, where did y'all first hear that tune? Mm. I have no clue why we were we were looking up versions of Mike in the Wilderness. You even found it somehow and just started uh, yeah, listening remember. to recordings. But um, 
We eventually found a great recording of um, our buddy Riley oh, playing it. Yeah. Riley Boggess. Um, oh, good. Who was he playing? And he with? played it. You know, old time YouTube field recordings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know why I got onto that one. I don't know. You just um, started looking yeah, up recordings of it. I had no clue. Yeah. yeah, suddenly. But I I stumbled across that recording of Riley and, and someone playing. Um, and it was just really great, and I really liked it, and I kept digging around. And then I remember going to um, Banjo Camp Midwest, and the first time I met um, Jane Rothfield mm-hmm. and Jake Blount. And they oh, were great. playing that, and I wheeled my little rolly chair up and joined them for a tune, and it was nice. really fun. It was a good time. With my giant seven-month pregnant belly at the time, <laughs> which is probably why I don't remember why I got onto that tune, is because I probably had uh, a serious pregnancy brain fog, which does not seem to have ever lifted. So, <laughs> so um, last year you said this uh, off record, but uh, I'm just going to bring it on record. Last year was the the year that you were going to get out into the world uh, oh, as, yeah. as well, a family. That was the plan, yeah, big plans. Yeah. Lucas reached out to me and was like, hey, we're going to come to Clifftop this year. <laughs> Let's really play tunes. Let's yeah. play tunes. Yeah. <laughs> totally. I mean, we've just been kind of, we don't really leave very often. And, cause, you know, we've been home building for so long and we decided 2020 was going to be the year that we go to everything. And um, yeah. as a little family, a little family party, play <laughs> that some tunes. Did not happen. No. So that's okay. Um, there will be future. And festivals. then I was very hopeful. I was like, maybe next year. Now I'm just like, no. So, so when you say home building, <laughs> are do both of you build the banjos? Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. I yeah. didn't necessarily know. I assumed it wasn't like contracted out or anything, but I didn't know <laughs> who specifically was in charge of which. You know, that's great. It's changed over yeah, the years. Yeah, it's definitely changed over the years. I would say when we started, it was, I mean, we were in the weeds together every oh, step yeah. of the way. Every part I of the mean, process. You know. Yeah. Yeah. We did everything together, except probably maybe like the inlay was And me. the emails, that was. Inlay and emails, that's me. So if you haven't heard from us, I'm sorry. <laughs> but, um. <laughs> But you were you were doing yeah. it all with me, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and um, you know, you've definitely done more of like the finer shaping of the necks because you know what you like for the feel of it and everything. And I'm not so much a banjo player. This lady can sand. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, I, I do a lot of. She final, can slot a fretboard, glue up a banjo, <laughs> yeah, put in the truss board, all of yeah, make a pot. <laughs> all of it yeah, yeah. but um we're, we're off to a great start i love the energy of couples bragging about each other uh in public <laughs> i think that's really great and, and it's very romantic but especially when you're talking about woodworking skills and both oh. people are oh. for the other that's great i like that a lot yeah <laughs> yeah these days i'm um and especially because of you know the giant elephant in the room of the pandemic. Um, it's, you know, we can't really, don't have reliable childcare. Yes. Um, so it's generally, it's now it's just one person in the shop at a time. So it's generally, we'll just be Lucas working in the shop and then you I'll do, do all the, the inlays, inlays yeah. and engravings and stuff like that. And, yeah. you know, I guess, we, I guess we should say we're, we're talking about the Ozark banjo company. 
We yeah, are. I guess we should say. You two are yeah. in the Ozarks, or at the foot of them. I don't actually yeah, we're know. We're in those arcs, the foothills. Yeah. We're in those arcs. We're kind of in You're like right. the hilly beginnings in Between, uh, yeah, there's the Boston Mountains, which is weird Weird that it's in Arkansas. Yeah. And then the, the Ozark Mountains, and they kind of connect. We're like kind of somewhere in there, in there yeah. between the two. So, yeah. How long have you been here now? I mean, Lucas, you grew up in, was it Mountain View, right? Yes, mm-hmm. in Mountain View. How long have we been here? Four, yeah, five? Almost five years yeah. now. Wow. Yeah. Man, for some reason I thought I thought it hadn't been as long. <laughs> I know. No, yeah, we've been here a while. Yeah. I keep talking about last summer as if it was the summer before that. Yeah. Yeah. Just didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Well, let's uh let's do another tune and then I would love to um ask you both for the for the first time and get some brand new information <laughs> about your musical origins. Okay. Sounds good. Um, um, play next. Do you want to do the song? Yeah, let's do the song. I'll just tune up real quick. Other way. Yeah. All right, here we go.
song <laughs> what a great version how long one. have you been playing that together i don't know a couple uh, years Sometime. we learned it uh just in time for banjo camp midwest <laughs> i think you're probably right yeah 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 so, not last summer the summer before that oh yeah yeah so quite a few years now yeah yeah i like watching the real-time uh communication because that song has a kind of a weird form to it and yeah, you know, when one person does. is playing and singing, uh, you know, they don't have to worry about how long they'll hold out one of those long <laughs> syllables. But you yeah. do. It's actually it's it's almost kind of tense. You're like, are they gonna are they gonna end that note at the same time? <laughs> it's great. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh gosh, I feel like we've been playing together for so long now, though. Oh, yeah. There's the unspoken musical communication. Gosh, it just was holding back so hard because I like to tease her when I'm playing. So oh, I just, yeah. Maybe, like, he does. He's bad about that. Play goofy lines or something. Yeah. Um, but that time he said whistles. I just wanted to whistle. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You have, a, um, you know, you like to throw in weird chords, too. That don't to really... catch my attention. Yeah. 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 <laughs> How did you two meet? Did at you? Berkeley. Yeah, we met at Berkeley. And Mark Simus's um old time ensemble. Old time ensemble. Yeah. Yeah. Way back when. That was my first semester. Yeah. And uh it was it was awesome. Uh so I, I took that that ensemble because it was you know, something that felt familiar and she was in there playing old time and the rest is history. Yeah. And also uh Mark Kiliansky and Amy Alvey oh, were in that yeah, class we too. <laughs> Crazy, huh? <laughs> so met those guys. Yeah. And yeah. um yeah, and so we met, and then we played lots of tunes that semester, and then you went off to work on a charter boat for a couple of years, mm-hmm. and then I graduated, and you came back to Berkeley. Yeah, yeah. And we started playing tunes again. I was um, a semi-overachieving high school student that graduated early and was like, I'm going to go to college and all this, and then I got there, and I was like, I'm not mature enough to handle this environment, so I'm going to leave and grow up for a while, so I went and... Worked on a fishing boat. And... Once you've been on a boat with sailors, you're mature. Well, they're yeah. not so much sailors. It's just like crusty old fishermen. So, I mean, yeah. I got I to gotta say, it takes a certain amount of sort of maturity to recognize when you're not mature oh, yeah. enough to... To like a certain amount of floundering, too, for sure. Yeah. But I feel like most people sink a lot more uh, time and energy and money into like their first oh. year of school, oh, yeah. or second yeah, year of school before sure. they realize and admit to themselves, yeah. I'm not ready. Yeah. Well, I guess I also just felt like it's for me, I, I sometimes have a hard time connecting, especially with old time music and like cowboy songs and stuff like that where they're talking about hard work and labor and like if you've never done that mm. it's hard to get the feeling sometimes so going off and I'm you know I'm I've always been really into horses so I would like I was like working at a barn so I could afford my horse and um and yeah. working on fishing boats and riding and doing all this stuff and and it was a lot of like you know 
it's a lot of work unloading 300 bales of hay. Like, you know, you appreciate those ponies like once you do that, you know? Yeah. So oh, that's great. I really appreciate you making that connection between labor and old time music. I got to a point recently yeah. where I was like, I don't think I can like perform. I've endured anymore. I just don't feel good about it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just yeah. Uh, that's, yeah, that's I mean, I yeah, yeah. I I think I just you know I think at some point and it's good for people to do some kind of labor job at some point in their life, you know, where it's low pay and it's really hard work and it sucks and you got a crap boss and all this. Like, it's very, like, you know. No, it's funny. I was going to make a joke, but when you say crap boss, I was like, no, because I was like, well, I, I was going to say, I never wanted one of those jobs, but then we had horses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because uh, I've never labored harder than putting up fence on all of our oh, acreage God, without yeah. a proper oh, tractor. Wow. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. So yesterday we have these oh, my giant round bales that are as tall as I am. And because we don't have a oh, tractor that works, yeah, yeah, we, and it works spontaneous. You never know. Yeah. So, but it was like it would be so much work to get it going. So we were like, we'll just, just push, push it. it. So I strapped our toddler on my back, and we just like heaved and pushed this thing. We into should just place. call our neighbor. But I, yeah, it would have been a lot he, easier. He has a nice, but, really <laughs> but yeah, so we just pushing hundreds and hundreds of pounds of hay around. Oh my goodness. <laughs> You're you're very very literally a power couple. I'm very impressed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if it's impressive. It's just it's goofy. kind of goofy. It's yeah. Super goofy. Yeah. Yeah. I I think we end up in a lot of hijink situations. I didn't yeah. say it wasn't goofy. You, know. you can be uh, yeah, impressive I, and goofy at the same time. Uh, the hard way. <laughs> yeah. You learn the hard way. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's do let's do another tune or song, and then uh, I'll ask how you got into playing old time music. Sure, both of sure. Um, what do you want to do? Oh, uh, real real quick. Uh, everything's still running, good on batteries. Yeah, yeah that yeah. is a great. <laughs> I've been looking at it out of the corner of my eye to make sure it's still going. Like I said, we're goofy. Yeah. That was me. Okay, 56. Hey, we've only if lost this isn't, If this hasn't been a, an introduction to us, I don't know what it is. Wrong time. Power yeah. off. As much as, much as I love listening house. to you two playing Mike in the Wilderness and Hills of Mexico, you know, I want to hear the next tune. <laughs> oh, I bet. Yeah. You sure you don't want us to just play it again? <laughs> You're playing a calico tune? Is that what I hear? Yeah. Good ears. Yeah. Sandy you know Oh, great.
I love that tune. Hot, yeah. hot calico <laughs> tunes. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. So, you both went to Berkeley to study music. I'm assuming mm-hmm. that wasn't uh, uh, a decision that was made in, in a vacuum. <laughs> it's a very specific decision. <laughs> yeah. What, what led you two to, to do that? Did you have musical upbringings, musical families? Yes. Um, my parents were uh, in a band growing up and would have big band rehearsals in our house and everything. And country music, right? Country music, yeah. And my dad was in a rock and roll band and all that. So I was just surrounded by lots of music. And But it, well, I listened to a lot of um, Willie Nelson and Dolly Parton and Emmy Lou Harris growing up. And, um, you know... Uh, I think um, because my older sister uh, decided to play the fiddle because she saw <laughs> sad dog. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it just kind of, yeah, it, uh, we ended up playing fiddle um, and just kind of going down the rabbit hole with the trad music and going further and further back with it from country to a little bit of bluegrass to, um, and then got into, um, you know, Cape Breton style fiddle and Scottish fiddle. And, um, you know, growing up outside of Boston, there was a ton of Irish. So I grew up a lot listening to Irish music and, mm-hmm. you know, going to these camps and you learn a rogue Polska here. And then, of course, Bruce Molsky shows up at a camp and then you're like, oh, rocks your world. That. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it blows your little nine year old mind. <laughs> you're just so excited. Um, Especially when I learned that you could like change the tuning on uh-huh. your fiddle oh, man. and learned Candy Girl. <laughs> and was just like, wow, oh my God, my Suzuki teacher would freak out. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that's how that happened, you know? Yeah, my impression is that like New England fiddle camp kids get exposed to a lot a of lot. different stuff. Like there's yeah. plenty to choose from. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I um, I ended up going to a bunch of Alistair Fraser's camps oh, growing cool. up and meeting, you know, those kids and those people um, who are just lifelong friends, and it's amazing. And But he brings in all different kinds of teachers from all over. It's not just Scottish music, you know. He, he brings in all different kinds of fiddle music from all over, and it's... You just get, you know, crash course education in global fiddle, and it's really cool. And it made an impression on me, for sure. I, I definitely don't feel like I'm stri- I, as much as I feel like I've made my home in old-time American traditional fiddle stuffs. Um, you know, I, I really, really love playing all that other, all those other tunes and deep diving into that. And What about you, Lucas? Yeah, so um, my parents both play. My dad plays fiddle, and my dad plays banjo. And um, when I was nine, we moved to Mountain View, Arkansas. And part of the um, Mountain View is a big part of why why I started, because um, and why my parents play too. Because pretty much everyone that lives here moves here to retire. It's a it's a big retirement community, <laughs> but uh, to retire and either play old time or bluegrass. Or country music um, so there's a lot of musicians here and they they jam every night on the square and 
they they teach the music in the schools so every mm. child gets a free banjo or guitar or fiddle and lessons and get, gets put in get, gets put in a band so you know it's just one of those things where it's not what are you going to play it's uh, not <laughs> whether you're going to play it's it's what you're going to play it's yeah. just a part of what people do around here on their in their time off is they yeah. play music together yeah, so, it's um, very multi-generational here, it too, because, you know, mm. they have the school program, and mm-hmm. so you've got, you know, your your old guys from the, you know, 60s and 70s hippie folk revival Teaching phase. the teenagers. Yeah, teaching the teenagers and little kids, and they're running around. And yeah, I mean, Mountain View was, was a huge mm-hmm. place for folk music in the 70s, and mm-hmm. Um, the older generation is kind of slowly, sadly, dying off, you know. And um, so, yeah, um, my dad started a bluegrass festival with another friend of his, Andy, a nonprofit kind of bluegrass festival. And then the money went to the Mutes Brugit, Mutes, oh boy, I can't speak today. Music <laughs> Roots program. Yeah, so that all kicked off. And those kids end up being put in little bands and going and playing at the Ozark Folk Center and cute, um, yeah, yeah, and it's a really but, great little place, which is yeah, it was um, it was charming. Yeah. I grew up in a little pink bed and breakfast, playing on the porch with the guests every oh morning. And that was our thing. Like mom and dad would go out with their instruments um, and we would play to get them to leave the breakfast table and they would come because you know people come here to play music as well that's like part of so they so we'd play and jam on the square with the guests and then they eventually bought a music store so then it was just playing tunes all day every day um so yeah and uh my older sister played some fiddle but it wasn't her passion um and then my little sister is 17 and is a great little fiddler and banjo player. Yeah. So it continues. That's amazing. <laughs> that sounds yeah. disgustingly idyllic. <laughs> it kind of is. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. There's a little state park here with, um, that's, pre- it's, um, it's, mo- or what is, what am I? <laughs> There's a little state park here and its uh, goal is to preserve traditional music. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, um, yeah, so they, they, it was started, well, I don't, it wasn't started by him, but it was Jimmy definitely, Driftwood. Jimmy Driftwood was integral in making sure mm. this happened. He's the reason it was funded by the, by the state. And he's an, he's an Arkansas, uh, fiddler, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, well, 1814, uh, you know, Battle in New Orleans? Yeah. Orleans, he wrote that song. Uh, he's from Timbo, which is in our, in our county. It's the next town over. Mm. And, uh, my parents taught there for a hot second. I mean, it's literally like a, when I was a kid. Even it was—it's one classroom for multiple grades. Like sure. that's how old world this tempo is. <laughs> but he wrote that song to teach his um, his class. So yeah. yeah, he he decided that Mountain had something special that he want, wanted to share. You know, a lot of culture yeah. and music and art. So he went um, to state capitol and petitioned for a grant and to start the oh, Ozark mm-hmm. Folk Center. Yeah. Yeah. And then they ran electricity out here and plumbing and (laughs) roads. And I mean, it was all dirt road back until the 70s. Yeah. And um, yeah, so this town has has gained a lot because of that man. Charlie. Charlie, go lie down. Oh, yeah. Sorry. He needs to go to the bathroom. What, do you want to put him out? He needs to just lie down. Yeah, just just be quiet, old man. It's okay. Good boy. (laughs) 
All right, resume. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's an idyllic, cute little town. And it's in the middle of nowhere. It really is. <laughs> Arkansas. But it's, <laughs> yeah. it's cute. Yeah, I, uh, I only knew about him as, I guess I didn't know that much about his life, but I didn't know that he was like a, community organizer and a, and a grant writer and things like that. Uh, like yeah. that's, that's incredible. I don't think that's anything he set out to be. I think he was just a really big personality and I'm not even entirely sure he wrote a grant so much as just kind of went in and presented himself as a yeah, performer yeah. in front of had this great idea. Well, his, his music became famous overnight and yeah. suddenly had this, you know, well, had the like, ears of people. Yeah, there's a, like this story where like, the, you know, they were saying they just wanted like, you know, ten or $20,000 to start it. And he was like, I'm going to ask for like $13 million. And ended up getting, getting him one million dollars to start this project, <laughs> and and everyone everyone was really upset. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. they uh, yeah. So I just think he was a really big personality. Um, kind of an interesting. Yeah, guy. this sounds funny because um, you know Grandpa Jones, I, him I and don't. okay, Grandpa Jones was on Hee Haw on the Grand Ole Opry, uh, and of course. Okay. he's uh, Grandpa Jones, another big personality. He moved here in the 70s, and he was thick as thieves with um, Jeremy Driftwood. And so his whole, like, he's not, he's from Tennessee, but he lived his later years here in the 70s and kind of, and his whole, the whole Jones family. And so, yeah, there's, um, it's just a lot of those uh, kind of well-known songwriters really went to bat for this town in the 70s Mm -hmm. and 60s. So, yeah. Well, it's thanks for cool. putting it on the map for me. I really want to come now. <laughs> you should. Amazing. You yeah. should play at the Folk Center. Yeah, absolutely. All right. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's uh, let's do another tune, and then we can talk about where to go to uh, buy your banjos and uh, music education and whatever else you want to talk about. Sure. Okay. What do you want to play? Um, I don't mm-hmm. know. Do you want to do... Bonaparte? Bonaparte? Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Okay. I think I'm good.
pretty. I like yeah. that a lot. Yeah, <laughs> that was so great. <laughs> we actually um, worked that tune up on the weekend mm. right when Lucas proposed to me. So I have a very soft spot. In Same day. It, that's right. It was that. Mm. Where, yeah, we like played fiddle know. tune. I didn't. We played yeah. that fiddle tune and hung out and then we went for a hike and then he asked me. Aww. Mm. Oh, I know. So, well, okay. <laughs> I love that tune. I haven't had a... Uh, get up in the cool love story in a while so yeah. thank you for helping us reach our quota for the month of january <laughs> when we're recording this <laughs> gladly where do we go to uh to buy all your things where do we go uh ozarkbanjo.com that's the place um yeah. go there and hang out we have Lots of pretty photos of banjos, and um, yeah, we we have uh, all the photos with the videos of every banjo. Well, not every banjo, but a lot of our banjos, the ones we we really, really like, we put up there. And we have um, online lessons, um, just like you, um, which... uh, You don't need to plug my thing. (laughs) (laughs) It goes hand in hand, you know, we got to work together. (laughs) Um, and we, we have online lessons and, um, you've been, we... you've been doing those for a long time now and there's like a huge catalog yeah. and there's, yeah, a, we... there's a free beginners section, free beginners, it's, it's uh, get you started. Resource. I, I'm, I'm loving it. It's a lot, a lot of yeah. fun. It's a passion project for sure. It's, we have uh... a really great community of students. Yeah. I mean, especially right now when we all can't be together, it's fun. Oh, yeah. I've really gotten to know, know yeah. them all. Yeah, I mean, we've been doing it for four or five years, but mm-hmm. we moved it to kind of like a month by month, putting everything together. And sure. I think it's really changed the lessons because um, I get more feedback. I know what people want to learn. You know, like I was just kind of shooting in the dark before. Now yeah. right. I hear from people, they tell me what they want to learn, and I do a beginner lesson on it, and then a more advanced lesson, kind of throwing as many options as possible. We do a kind of a Q&A every month. And there's mm-hmm. a Facebook group where we all chat, and, yeah. and they make fun of me, and uh, it's <laughs> well, for good reason. <laughs> yeah. And um, and yeah, it's a good time. So um, yeah, and and we have our CD there on our website, and well, yeah, a little we'll blog that we update once a month, once a year. Sorry, once every like two <laughs> years. years. What are you talking about? Once a year. Once a year. At least once a year, we always go. We're gonna do better and like send emails and write on the website and just like we just loiter on Facebook on our little yeah, chat, on our little just, group and yeah. and uh, hang yeah. out with people there. Yeah, great. Well, I'll put links in the in the show notes so people can just sort of tap and swipe around until they've found their way to you. Yeah, cool. Thank you. Hey, thanks for doing this. This is great. I can't wait to thanks hang out with you all in, in person when it's safe yeah. to do that and we can be in the same yeah. place at the same time. Oh, yeah. that'd be great. That'd be great. Hey, if you ever just want to call us up and just have a chat <laughs> over dinner, you know? Yeah. <laughs> that'd be fun. I like talking to you. Yeah, I'd like likewise. to hear your story. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. And, and your wife and yeah. kids. So. Cool. Well, what, what should we do for the last one? Here we go. Polly, put the kettle on. Thank you.
Visit the Ozark Banjo Company website, ozarkbanjo.com, for Eden and Lucas's incredible Clawhammer instructional series, their handmade banjos, and their album, The Lost Gander. Again, that's at ozarkbanjo.com. You can support Get Up in the Cool by sharing the show with a friend, or liking and sharing the video posts on Facebook, Instagram, Reddit, YouTube, and if you're able, please help fund this podcast by signing up at patreon.com slash getupinthecool. You can order a mask, t-shirt, bag, sticker, or phone case at Get Up in the Cool's merch store. Visit pitchforkbanjo.com for my instructional banjo series, and check out the show notes for links to my February banjo workshops check out my other podcast think outside the box set it's available in all the same places as get up in the cool we just released a lovely episode with brian slattery two-time guest of get up in the cool so if you like to hear brian talk about culture and music and if you don't know him he has great things to say about culture and music and other things that come up in the show so go check it out again everything i just mentioned is linked in the show notes for this episode in your podcast app That's all for now, friends. Thanks for listening. Come back same time next week to get up in the cool.